you for joining the ladies of Her Portion Podcast. Come, pull up a seat at the table, because you are welcome here. Grab your Bible and a pen, and let's dig into God's Word together. Take a moment and pray that God would open your heart to Him as you listen. So without further ado, let's get right into today's portion. Hey y'all, it's Courtney here from Running Redeemed. And this month on our podcast, our theme is Do Good. And I love how Hannah started us off last week with doing good to those of the household of faith, specifically pastors and their families. I think that's a great topic to really put some feet to, gave me some great ideas. But today, I want to change gears a little bit and talk about doing good in another light. So there are actually 26 times in the Bible where the phrase, do good, can be found. And it's an obvious command. So I want to bring your attention to James 4.17. Therefore, to him that knoweth to do good and doeth it not, to him it is sin. That verse is a somber one indeed. So not only is it sinful to say and do things that are wrong, but it's also sinful to refuse to do what's right. I remember my preacher saying, just because God permits it doesn't mean he promotes it. I mean, we all have free will. (laughs) Yikes. Sometimes I actually think it would be a lot easier if I didn't. One commentary says that this is one of the most significant definitions of sin to be found anywhere in the Bible. You know, you've heard the old adage, with great knowledge comes great responsibility, or responsibility accompanies knowledge. I'm just going to read a paragraph from this other commentary that I was reading, um, and then we're going to get right into everything. We talk about the sin of commission a lot, you know, actually doing the sin, but what about the sin of omission? You know, I'm speaking at a ladies meeting at the beginning of October, and the theme is reflections. I'm super excited about it. But one of the things that I'm going to talk about is how when you read and study your Bible, you know, God's word, you either learn a new truth or you're reminded of an old one. And you basically have two choices. Number one, you can choose to act like you never read it. (laughs) You can read it, move on to the next verse and skip right over it. Or number two, you can read it, meditate on it, and ask the Holy Spirit to help you change it. You know, there must be inward practice of meditation and outward practice in true obedience. So James 1, through 27 talks about this very thing. And it says, but be ye doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving your own selves. When you read or hear the word of God and you act like you didn't, you're only deceiving yourself. You know, that word deceiving there means to cheat by false reckoning. You're only cheating yourself. God knows. I mean, you're not tricking him by skipping over verses or pretending like you don't know what they mean. Verse 23 goes on to say, For if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he's like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. Did you catch that? his natural face. Just like we look into a mirror to see if we have mascara under our eyes or smudges in our lipstick, food in our teeth, or our skirt tucked into our undergarments. Don't act like you do not check for that because that is literally one of my biggest fears at church. Anyway, like a mirror shows us what's wrong with our outward appearance, the mirror of God's word has the ability to show you the flaws in your inward self. There ain't no mirror like it. So how long do you spend looking in it, though? Enough time? 
I mean, I don't know your answer. You have to answer that. But the mirror of God's word, it shows us what's amiss, that it may be amended. That's what Matthew Henry said. So I got a question for you. Do you spend more time in the bathroom mirror every day primping than you do in God's mirror praying? Reading on to verse 24, it says, For he beholdeth himself and goeth his way, and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. So somebody that reads or hears the Bible and turns around, goes his or her own way, it's the same as looking into a mirror, turning away and going your own way and not caring a thing in the world about what you saw. It's basically pointless. So we may sit in a church service or we may read a devotion in the morning, but if we aren't searching ourselves and finding our sin to change it, it's pointless. We don't go to church or do devotions to be able to quote Bible verses when our friends sin. Although that seems to be a pretty popular pastime, we should be sitting in church, listening to preaching and studying God's word on our own so that we can find what's wrong with ourselves and work on fixing that. So if you keep reading in verse 25, it says, But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continueth therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. So God's word's a mirror. It's the ultimate mirror, if you will. If you look into it and you go your own way, you're only cheating yourself. If you look into it and check your reflection and try to continue in God's way, then you'll be blessed in your deed. That's what this verse is saying. Just like Psalm 1, 1 through 2 says, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. The happiness doesn't come from knowing these things, but from actually doing them. Like John thirteen seventeen says, If ye know these things, happy are ye if ye do them. So going on to verse number 26, if any man among you seem to be religious and bridleth not his tongue, but deceiveth his own heart, this man's religion is vain. So I'm not touching that verse today. You'll have to come to the ladies meeting to hear that one. That's another topic for another day. But I will say when we are at our vainest, we are putting on a good show. But on to verse 27, it says, Pure religion and undefiled before God and the Father is this, to visit the fatherless and widows in their affliction and to keep himself unspotted from the world. So I want to focus on the keep himself unspotted from the world. That is pure religion. Matthew Henry said, Let us therefore take care that conscience be rightly informed and then that it be faithfully and constantly obeyed. So it matters what mirror you're looking into. Is it one of those wonky funhouse mirrors? (laughs) Or is it the truth of God's holy word? I can tell you which mirror the world likes to look in. But it's not about what we like. It's about learning what God loves and what God hates and trying to faithfully and consistently obey that. Matthew, can I call him Matthew? I feel like we're friends as much as I lean on his counsel. (laughs) Matthew Henry said, It is not enough to remember what we hear and be able to repeat it and to give testimony to it and commend it and write it and preserve what we have written. That which all this is in order to and which crowns the rest is that we be doers of the word. Matthew 7, 
verses 24 through 27 say, Therefore, whosoever heareth these things of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. And every one that heareth these things of mine and doeth them not shall be likened unto a foolish man, which built his house upon the sand. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. So I'll leave you with just a few thoughts. When the storms come, and they will, and they wash off the facade, will there be anything left? James four seventeen. Therefore, to him that knoweth to do good, and doeth it not, to him it is sin. When you hear God's word, what do you do with it? It's not, where does the Bible say I can't? Next time, try asking, where does the Bible say I should? Thank you for joining us today on Her Portion. We hope you leave with plenty to ponder from God's word. We encourage you to use today's topic to start your own study in the scriptures. Until next time.